Blog Talk Radio. I think it's important to mention that there have been nearly 400 treaties written by the United States in good faith with the Indians, and every single one of them was abrogated. means broken or changed or altered. I think it's important to mention that there have been nearly 400 treaties written by the United States in good faith with the Indians, and every single one of them was abrogated, means broken or changed or altered.
skin, dark skin. He was talking about Judah, Benjamin, and Levi. Left their first love, which is the, the order of Dothan's Yahweh, and became the worst memory. When they got to see it in 1492 by Isabella and Pharaoh, it's given an option. Either you get out of here, one that loves, or be a Christian and show us where his body is at out there in Austria, which is America, which is the second part of Shannon's land. Show me how we can get your work. And we are promising for the effort in the world. All right, top part of the Saturday, the real world coming in, camp two, three, four, five, six. There still be all ready to go to readiness and just say, Joshua, I was going to open it up. So those, remember, if you look at 70 miles, call for details on the international line. Two two four six zero zero five five seven nine. That's the international line. And wherever you locate within seventy miles, we'll get you to one of the towns of Boston for us to kill information. What can I buy it? The box there has been with it, the curtain has went up. It's time now to organize. And I've been told you all the camp. Listen, get them two cards, three by five, and learn how to study the precepts. When you hear a good precept on three by five cards, write the precept down. Then the person will somebody put it to you. Then you have to please somebody. Because remember, you're going to read in your mind, that is a commandment. All right, good enough. You know, all the camps are ready to go. That's why I need you all. Let's see what you come on stage for the top five and seven days. This day is all night, LA, live broadcast, top five and seven days. And we see who come on stage. Daughter of Yahweh. See when these daughter of Yahweh, you can't get rid of how they microphone and, and grand style on the Saturday. Daughter of Yahweh. Yahweh, get that thing ready. Excellent. We got the daughters, and we got 
Brother Joe, ready to go. So let's see if we get something going on in the top five of Saturday. Hey, Brother Joe, look at that Luke chapter 12, verse 12. Let's get something going on in the top five of Saturday. This stayed all night here, man, for me and you. So let's see if we enjoy the Saturday and lead by example. Luke chapter 12, verse 12. What is that, Brother Joe? Luke chapter 12. Verse 12, and it reads, in the, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what ye ought to say. And in that very same hour, the righteous spirit will do the teaching. And, and you got to believe that. And that's why it's so important to understand about the three by five cards. You write down a good precept, then study it. I think it come back 125 in a pack. Get them little them cue cards or three by fives and write down a good precept. Because this is the reason why. Hey, daughter Yaqua, let's go to the ninth chapter of a book called Nehemiah. Let's go to Nehemiah chapter 9, damn daughter. We're going to show you why it's so important to understand that what we can tell you is what the Bible is saying. And Brother Joseph had me to write 10 verse 1. I'll be coming looking for 10 verse 1. We'll be there shortly. Hey, Dolly Yahweh, take a look at a statement that is written in Nehemiah chapter 9. And we'll begin with verse number 6. And we'll skip down to verse 12, down to verse 20. Let's see what we got. Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 6, 12 out of 20. Dolly Yaqua, come on. Yeah, I'm going to have to, I'm going to need a minute. I got the girl phone. I'm going to need a minute. You that, daughter? Yes, I'm going to need about two minutes. All right, good enough. Okay, good enough. Okay, Dolly, be ready and short. So, um, but Joe. Let's see what it says in Nehemiah. We know you got to rock 10 1, put that to the side, put a marker there. But let's, um, let's see what's going on in the book of Nehemiah, chapter 9. And we look at verse 6. And then we'll get down to 14, down to verse 20. Nehemiah, chapter 9, verse 6, 14, down to 20. Brother Joseph, you're on the clock, come on. Nehemiah chapter 10, 14 down to 20. This Nehemiah, there it is. Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 6. Then skip down to 14, down to verse 20 there. But Joe, you want to Come on. Okay, here we go. Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 6. But Joe, come on. Got over 9,000 waiting on you, ready to go. They're going to hear the Sabbath day. Uh, wake them up, Brother Joe. Wake them up. Come on. Wake them up and speak. Nehemiah 9, verse 6. Come on. Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 10. It reads. Verse 6. 6, 6, Brother Joe. 
Brother Joe, wake him up. Wake him up, Brother Joe. Verse 6, write it down. Nehemiah, chapter 9, verse 6. Then sit down at 14, verse 20. Top part of Saturday. Come on, Brother Joe, put your Bible behind your reading and your final scripture. Come on. Nehemiah, chapter 9, verse 10. And it reads. I said, yeah, hold on there, Brother Joe. Brother Joe. Nehemiah 9, verse 6. 6, then get down to 14, down to verse 20. Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 10, get down to 14 to 20. Sierra, I'm here. That's why I'll be with you, Sierra. Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 6. Yeah, Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 6, and skip down to 14, down to verse 20. And Brother Joe, thinking you mind for a 10, verse 1. Come on, let's go. Let's get something going on. Chop out of Saturday. Come on. Okay, Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 6, and verse 14 to 20. Read. 9, verse 6, read. Thou, even thou art the Yahweh alone. Thou hast made heaven, the heaven of heaven, with all their hosts, the earth. And all things that are therein, the seas, and all it, and all that is therein, and thou preservest them all, and the host of heaven worship thee. Verse fourteen. And made is known unto them thy righteous Sabbath, and commandest them precepts, statutes, and laws by the hand of Moses, thy servant. Verse fifteen. And gave us them bread from heaven for their hunger, and brought us forth water for them out of the rock for their thirst, and promises them that they should go in to possess the land which thou hast sworn to give them. Verse 16. But they and our fathers dealt proudly in heartening their necks, and hearkened not to thy commandments. Verse 17. And refused to obey. Neither were mindful of thy wonders that thou didst among them, but heartened their necks, and in their rebellion appointed a captain to return to their bondage. But thou art, Yahweh, ready to part, gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and forsookest them not. Verse 18. Yeah. When they had made them a molten calf and said, This is thy Yahweh that brought thee up out of Egypt and have wrought great provocation. Verse 19. Yet thou in thy manifold mercies forsookest them not in the wilderness. The pillars of the cloud departed not from them by day to leave them in the way. Neither the pillar of fire by night To show them light And the way wherein they shall go Verse 20 Thou gavest also thy good spirit To instruct them And withheldest not thy manner From their mouth And gavest them water for their thirst So look at verse 14 again Read verse 14 again, though. Which verse? Verse 14. 
Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 14. And made it known unto them thy righteous Sabbath, and commanded them precepts, statutes, and laws by the hand of Moses thy servant. Uh huh. So, so you see, it is a commandment, or it is a order from Yahweh, yes, the servant of Yahweh, it is a commandment to do precepts. Because that's how you get your understanding in the Bible through the precepts. And he said, now once you do precepts, he said he's going to do something. And what are you going to do in verse 20? So we can be clear that what are you going to do in verse 20? Read verse 20 again, though. Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 20. Thou gavest also thy good spirit to instruct them, and withheldest not thy manna from their mouth. And gave us them water for their thirst. You see, you see, this. see once you start precepting the Bible, then we gonna give you that righteous spirit to help enhance your precepting, and that's the game changer. You see, to, in order to receive the righteous spirit. It starts by you doing the precepts. Then Yahweh will tell his righteous spirit to go down there and help them with the precepts. That's why we stand for this council. Listen, get them cards you got. We call it three by five cards and the index cards. And when you hear a good precept, write it down. Write the precept with it. Like, for example, we just read Nehemiah. Now, let's get a precept with it and see on that little card, you write down the precept. Like, my daughter, give me a precept on there. Let's go to, let's run to second Ezra. And we're going to get a precept. Usually, what you put on the precept, I card. Now we're going to get a precept in Second Edwin, sixteen, verse seven, seven three, the two verses from seven six. Second Edwin, chapter sixteen, verse seven three to seven six. Now what you do on your little card, you write down the Nehemiah. Then what is the precept of Nehemiah? It's 2nd Edwin, chapter 16, verse 73 to 76. Now, this is this on your little cue card, the 3 by 5 card. Come on here, boy. 2nd Edwin, chapter 16, verse 73 to 76. Verse 73 reads, Then shall they be known who are my chosen, and they shall be tried as the gold in the fire. Verse 74. Hear, O ye my beloved, said the Yahweh, behold, the days of trouble are at hand, but I will deliver you from the same. Verse 75. Be ye not afraid, neither doubt, for Yahweh is your God. 
Hear, O my beloved, says Yahweh, Behold, the days of trouble are at hand, but I will deliver you from the same. Be ye not afraid, neither doubt, for Yahweh is your God. Verse 76. And the guide of them who keep my commandments and precepts, says Yahweh, let not your sins weigh you down, and let not your iniquities lift up themselves. I ain't that something. Read that verse again, that daughter of 7 6 again. This is what he said. Now, listen, if you got the 3 by 5 card, you know, whatever. See, you write down a good princess. Not a good princess. Yeah. Now, you got Nehemiah showing you that if you precept your Bible, he's going to send the milk, the life and spirit, to help enlighten you. So, now, now, what's the precept? We went to back in heaven, chapter 15, and we picked up verse 73, and he's saying, I'm going to help you. He's going to guide you if you do my 76. What is there again that's out in that verse 76 to come on? Second Ezra, chapter 16, verse 76. In the guide of them who keep my commandments, says Yahweh, let not your sins weigh you down. Let not your iniquities lift up themselves. So you see how you activate your young one? All you got to do is follow what you say. One thing ain't going to work is the words. Once we start following what you say, you tell me, I'm going to kick in if you preserve my Bible. Because that's the game changer. Because I'm not going to give this precept to anybody. Because if your mind ain't right, I ain't going to let them do it. So the little thing know when your mind right, because he ain't coming down if you're wicked. Now, if I can give a case of one, but if your mother, he just coming on stage, just bring mother in, and we get a case of one. Let's see, when you leave mother in, for the live boys, one of the most out of camp one. Mother E coming on stage for the top part of the Saturday. Mother E, y'all probably get there and see what it is. God bless you. See it, Israel. I'll see you, Roy. Hallelujah, y'all probably. Hallelujah, y'all You know, and you know one thing. You know, most people can get my commentary somewhere else in the broadcast. It's just a little bit. You put me on the table if I can come commentary on. Okay, good. Now, Mother E. See, the mental spirit is not going to come and help you preach up if you did in Matthew chapter 1, verse 11, down to verse 15. Let's see what it says in the first book of Matthew, chapter 1, verse 11, down to verse 15. Let me show you something. See, if your mind ain't right, and you try to preach up, to show somebody off, 
Now, the number spirit is not going to deal with you. And that's in the will of Masala chapter 1, 1 through 5, and 5 through 10. But if you want to bring them, but you did. Maccabees chapter 1, 11 down to verse 13. Mother, you, you on the clock. Come on. Book of Maccabees, chapter 1, verse 1 to, verse 11 to 15. That's right, 11 to 15. Verse Maccabees, chapter 1, verse 11. Verse 11 reads, In those days went there out of Israel wicked men, who persuaded many, saying, let us go and make a covenant with the nations that are round about us. For since we departed from them, we have had much sorrow. Verse 12. So this divides please young well. Then certain of the people went so yeah, that they went to the king who gave them license to do after the order of the nation. Verse 14. Whereupon they built a place of exercise at Yachtah Judah according to the custom of the nation. Verse 15. And made themselves uncircumcised and forsake the righteous covenant and joined themselves to the heathen, the nation, and were sold to mischievous. Now you see what it is. See, you got wicked Israelites, and, and that's what we said earlier, based upon the one that left the Bible and went to the Quran. Left their land, the east and the west land, and went over to the fatty land in the northern world called the Moors. Moors only mean black. Judah, Benjamin, and Levi. They left but took the covenant that you not go into anybody's land. You you upon a curse. In Isaiah thirty four sixteen, you say you get all the information you want out of this book. The Moors, which only means black, wicked Israelites, Judah, Benjamin, and Levites, that turn to be Islam and Christian. That's all that means. Now. So it's nothing that important for you to understand by being a Moor. A Moor only means black from Judah, Benjamin, and Levi that broke away from the covenant, going into another land, and Yahweh said not to go into that land. Let's precept that. Hey, Mother, hey, let's precept that in Isaiah chapter 30. We'll look at verse 8 down to verse 14. 
Let's get a precept on that, showing you that you got, then you got children of Israel love to hear things that's not right, but they enjoy it. Knowing that it's wrong, but they love to hear it anyway. And this is where the wicked Israelites come in by led by wicked teachers. We're going to Isaiah, Mother Eve. We're going to 30 chapter, verse 8 down to verse 14. I'm coming, I'm coming to Brother Job. I had that uh, Sarah 10 1 waiting on me. Let's see what it says, Mother. Isaiah 30, verse 8 down to verse 14. Come on. Book of Isaiah, chapter 30. Verse 8 to 14. Verse 8. Now go write it before them in a tablet and and note it in a book that it may be for the time to come forever and ever. Verse 9. That this is a rebellious people. Lying children, children that will not hear the law of the Yahweh. Verse 10, which say to the seer, see not, and to the seer, prophesy not unto us righteous things. Speak unto us smooth things. Prophesy to speak. Verse 11, Get you out of the way. Turn aside out of the path. Cause the righteous ones of Israel to see from before us. Verse 12. Wherefore, thus says the righteous one of Israel, because you despise this word and trust in oppression, and perversing it, and stay thereon. Verse 13. Therefore, this sin, iniquity, shall be used as a bridge ready to fall, swelling out in a high wall, who Breaking coming suddenly at an instant. Verse 14. And he shall break it as the breaking of the potter vessel that is broken in pieces. He shall not fail, so that there shall not be found in the bursting of it a spirit to take fire from the or to take water without the pit. Mm-hmm. Well, we got in action, Mother. So bottom line is, is this. So you got some that don't want to hear the truth. They'll tell the seers, the leadership, 
Don't prophesize and give us right things. Give us smooth things. Give us the seat. Lock it up. They tell you, it's a, it's a lock up. But, but, they, but, do you know, Yahweh got a statement. I, I got to get one more out there, mother. Uh, give me Jeremiah 531. Now, imagine you got the preacher. You got your um, three-by-five car. Put these three precepts on it and study it. Because remember, a servant of Yahweh, you must precept the Bible. The seal is spirit-led by Yahweh. He going to give it to you, but what you have to do, you have to take uh, sitting on the camp, especially the one that's going to be teaching when the school, banquet hall, radio station comes. You got to be prepared. Some of the three-by-five cards, write about three three precepts on it, and study it. Just like right now, what we're doing right now. He's giving me that, and then I'm writing it. I'm giving it to you, and what you do, you write it on that three-by-five card, and guess what? Then you study that card, then one thing about it, when it's time, then Yahweh's going to see you doing that. Then he going to step in. He told y'all, he said, I'm stepping in then, and I'm going to give you more increase, increase. And that's how we're going to bust the thing wide open. Remember, the land, school, and banquet hall is waiting on teachers to get in place first. Those instruct the young ones, the old ones, and in between. Once that's in order, Yahweh's going to kick in. So now, mother, give me that Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 31. And because he's saying something, see, the seer is only repeating what he's telling you. Once you got the right to spirit on you, he'll dictate your lesson. Look what it says in Jeremiah 5, 31. And, yeah. yeah, and this talking about the false teachers, leaders, and the Pope, all these false teachers. But he will say something to you, wicked teachers. Read in 531. Bring it out, Moses. Bring it out in Grand Style in 531. Come on. Jeremiah 531. Mm-hmm. You're on the clock. Come on. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 5, verse 31. The pastors, the shepherds, the preachers, the deacons prophesied falsely, and the priests bear rule by their means. And my people love to hear, to have this hope. And what will you do in the end thereof? You see the man saying? He said, You love it. You love to do. Sunday, you love to do Lord God and Jesus. You love Dr. Ware Fringes. You love it. You love it. But he said, what you going to do in the end thereof? He said, now, when everything going to be brought back to your attention, you are left your first love. Now you're Christian, you're Islamic Judaism. You pay the Sabbath day, no, never mind. Huh? You pray the feast days, no, never mind. He said, but what will you do in the end thereof? See? That's what we're trying to tell you. We keep telling you, listen, 
Our job is to tell you what he tells us to tell you. And that's what he's trying to tell you. You got to preach up your Bible. You got to follow his rules in this Bible. This book. All right, Brother Joe. So what? Chapter 10, verse 1. What is that, Brother Joe? Hey, Brother Joe, so right. Chapter 10, verse number one. Brother Joe, you're on the clock. Over 900,000 listening at you, Brother Joe. 10, verse one. Come on, Brother Joe. So right. Chapter 10, verse one. A wise judge will instruct his people and the government of a prudent man is well ordered. You see that? A wise judge will instruct his people. Now, let's preach up that and find out who are these wise judges that will instruct his people. See now, now here's the now. Now you got another card out, right? So you put down a wise judge will instruct his people. Okay, a three by five card. You write that down. Okay, what's the precept in that? Let's go to um, it's the book of Sirach thirty-seven, by Joe. We go on to Torah 37, and we're going to look at verse number 26 down to verse 31. We're going to get a precept. A wise judge will instruct his people. That's good. But what about some precepts on there? Because it's an order for us to precept. So let's go and get Torah 37. Verse 26 down to verse 31. But Job, you're on the clock. Come on. Surah 37, verse 26 to 31. And it reads, Surah 37, verse 26. And it reads, A wise man shall inherit glory among his people, and his name shall be perpetual. Verse 27, my son, prove thy soul in thy life, and see what is evil for it, and give not that unto it. Verse 28, for all things are not profitable. For all men, neither hath every soul pleasure in everything. Verse 29, be not unsatiable in any dainty thing, nor too greedy upon me. Verse 30, for excess of me. Bring it sickness and suffering uh, and certified setting will turn into chola, cola. And verse 31, by surfeiting, surfeiting have many perished, but he that takes the heed so long as his life. Mm-hmm. Now, what are you saying? You know, we uh, read verse 26 again, that brother Joe. Verse 26. 
Verse 26, a wise man shall inherit glory among his people, and his name shall be perpetual. Good. Verse 23, a wise man shall inherit glory Verse 23, a wise man instructed his people and the fruits of the of his understanding fail not. Uh-huh. Then, then what will happen in verse 24 and 25? Now listen, if you instruct your people, and you know what your people did of the children of Israel, Leaders. Now, now look what he got written. If you instruct them, show them what he wants you to do. Let me show you what kind of blessing he got for you in verse 24 and 25. What is that, Brother Joe? Verse 24. A wise man shall be filled with blessing and all they that see him. Shall count him happy. Verse twenty-five. The days of his of the life of man may be numbered, but the days of Israel are innumerable. Innumerable. You see that? So you see, you see what you see the advantage that you have when you giving his words. He says. He's going to show you about the dietary, how you know. Remember, keep one thing in your mind. You can eat a lot of eating beef meat. You got to eat more live food than dead food. Folks, I'm supposed to have to you sickly. You're feeling, you know, your doctor say you stopped up and you just ain't feeling good. The doctor never tell you that the best way to get the mucus out of your body you got to fast. You have to go and start eating live food. The only food that you eat dead will be fish. Everything has got to be live. you got to eat a lot of live food. you got to drink at least a half a gallon to a gallon of water a day. What's that do? That flush out all the chemicals, and you've got to exercise. You've got to shake your blood up. So what you're doing, so whatever you got built up in your system, it starts just like, for example, okay, I, I use, for example, you got some clothes in a bag, and you wrap the bag up tight, and, and the clothes are dirty. How are you going to bring them clothes back to life? What are you going to do? Now you got it. Huh? What are you going to do? You're going to take the clothes out, and you're going to put it in your washer, or get on the washboard like down south. You're going to put that water in there and stuff to work with. And you're going to shake them pans and dress it real good, clean them up, hang them up. Then you're going to smell them. Mm, that smell good. Now what happens? Same thing about the body. The body must have at least a half a gallon of water in it. Your body, you've got to eat live food. Eat all that dead food, you only treat the injury in your body. 
just flush out mucus, anything built up in your lungs, you got to eat live food. You got to eat a lot of watermelon, a lot of watermelon. Make you some nice salad. Now, you stay away from to build your body back up. Then you, then you can go through the process of so much meat that you put in your system after you restrain, get your body back together. Otherwise, just not go vegan, they call it. Vegetables, fruit, a lot of watermelon. Or if you can find the watermelon like that yellow watermelon, you got to know, you got to get you down south to know about that. That yellow watermelon. Boy, that will just give you all the nutrients that you need and the flesh out all your the problems in your stomach, in your lungs. You got to flesh it out. But don't eat no starch food. Starch food, don't get away from, you know what I eat hog, period. Even beef meat. Leave that dead stuff. Remember, you want to come back alive. So leave the dead food alone. Use live food. You know what live food is, fruits and vegetables. And exercise. Shake that blood up, and guess what? You will bring all that mucus. Your stomach will start clearing up. You'll start pumping, get some giddy up in you. All that happens when you turn, go back. The word they use now is called vegan. But no, what we tell you, just eat green food. Eat green food. Drink at least a half a gallon of water or more in a month of a day and shake your blood up. Exercise. Boy, you'd be surprised how good you feel. Yeah, y'all well, going to kick in because you told the children of Israel, green food, water, fruits and vegetables. The doctor look at you and say, what happened? I thought, no, I don't need none of that stuff you did. Mr. Cook. No, I don't need none of that no more. I know what to do. Eat live green food. Live green food. Get me a watermelon and, and stay on that watermelon. If you find a yellow watermelon, oh, you ain't good. You got to flush that mucus out of your system. Now, once you do that, you start feeling stronger and stronger and stronger. And Doc Cook will tell you, hey, hey, if anybody knows to do what you're doing, you you put me out of business. Well, hey, that's why I already tell you. But a wise judge will instruct his people. Now, we're going to get a precept on that, uh, Brother Joe. We're going to show you that this was set up for the edifying of the children of Israel. We got a memo saying, look at WCC saying, hey, can, you, can you tell us why do we need to be isn't baptism, isn't baptism what we supposed to do? WCC, 500 million members. Well, let's, let's get it out of the way. We might touch on that. We'll kind of give you some baptism information. But right now we are, we're dealing with Brother Joe. Hey, Brother Joe, let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 1. Let's, let's show you something in Deuteronomy 1 1. And, um, daughter, it's no accident that the WCC want to talk about baptism. 
Uh, let's find out what, what, what is baptism. So have me Acts chapter 2, verse 33, down to verse 39, and 41 and 42. Had it waiting on me, daughter. We'll come back with that shortly. But we're going to deal with uh, Brother Joe and Deuteronomy 1, verse 1. What is that, Brother Joe? Deuteronomy 1, 1. Come on. Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 1. And it reads, These be the words which Moses said unto all Israel on this side of Jordan in the wilderness in the plain over against the Red Sea between Parman and Tophia and Levon and Hazarah. Okay, good. Now let's find out what's going on in verse 13. Let's see what we find out what's going on um, in verse 13. So these be the words that Moses spoke speaking to all Israel. Let's see what's told to all Israel there, um, Brother Joe. Let's look at uh, verse 13, and we'll take it down to verse 18. Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 13, down to verse 18. Brother Joe, you're back on the clock. Come on. Verse 13, the book of Deuteronomy, down to verse 18. Take you wise men and understand, understanding and known among your tribe, and I will make them rulers over you. Verse 14. And ye answered me and said, the thing which thou hast spoken is good for us to do. Verse 15. So I took the chief of your tribes, wise men, and known, and made them heads over you. Captains over thousands, and captains over hundreds, and captains over fifty, and captains over ten, and officers among your tribes. Verse 16. And I charged your judges at that time, saying, Here the causes between your brethren, and judge righteously between every man and his brother. And the stranger that is with that is with him. Verse seventeen. He shall not respect persons in judgment, but he shall hear the small as well as the great. Ye shall not be afraid of the face of, of man, for the right for the judgment. It's Yahweh, and the cause that is too hard for you, bring it unto me, and I will hear it. Verse 18, I and I command you, 
at that time all the things which ye should do. Uh-huh. Yes. Where are all the things? So all the things, uh, read verse 15 there, bro, Joe. Read verse 15. Let's just say it again. Deuteronomy 115. So I took the chief of your tribe, wise men and known, and made them heads over you. Captains over thousands and captains over hundreds and captains over fifty and captains over ten and officers among your tribes. And on that uh, three by five card uh, over camp, it's um, on the camp now. Now, suppose you had that three-by-five card. Now, you wrote some precepts in there about that. Now, look what it says in um, Judges 218. Now, on that three-by-five card, you put these three precepts on them, and guess what? You understand? And then when you tell them a three-by-five card, you got it. Judges 218, what do you say there? Judges. Judges chapter 2, verse 18. Judges 2, verse 18. Why you looking for it? Let me um, meet in Greek. Mother be up Israel and bring in and bring on stage. You need mother be up Israel. No one of mother got a cat one. Boy, getting stronger. Hey, mother, be up Israel. Y'all probably be just see right here. Top five of Saturday. Come on. Y'all yeah, bless you. See Israel. Uh, see Royal. Hallelujah. All right, Mother. Like the thing you get to warm and warm. That's what it's all about. And like the Almighty said, you know, when no accident, he uh, puts in the air and says, listen, eat live food, drink a half a gallon of water, but one thing about it, he knows who is his servant to you. And we know the mother is Yahweh's servant, Mother D of Israel, Mother E, Mother Z, the mother God of Camp 1. And when I know we got Moses in Camp 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. You understand that? Grand style. But what we're saying, we live by example. We know what to do. Remember when uh, Joe read in 10 1 of the rock, a wise judge will instruct his people. And that's what we got to do. We got to meet the people where they at and instruct them on whatever they need. Like in one of Mother Eve, when she gave her a testimony of the class, whatever you need, you got to be able to give them that 
in the land throughout all the central cities of Yahweh's city by city, by city, and said to the judges, Take heed what you do, for you judge not for man, but for the Yahweh who is with you in the judgment. Verse 9 and 10. Verse, okay, yeah. Verse 9 and verse 10. And he charged him, saying, Thus shall he do in the fear of the Yahweh, faithful and with a perfect mind. Verse 10. And what cause and, and what cause soever shall come to you of your brethren that dwell in their cities, between blood and blood, between law and commandment, statutes and judgment, he shall even warn them that they trespass not against the Yahweh, and so right. And so, the wrath comes upon the wrath come upon you and upon upon your brother. Just do, and you shall not trust that. Yeah. So you see, once you come in that leadership position, you have to say something. You can't turn a narrow. You gotta remember, wrath can come upon your brother and sisters when you in that position. To show them what the Bible said, and we find out that it's the commandments do the precepts and all that good stuff. And when you see something that's not in order, he said after order by being in leadership, you got to say something. You can't like you don't see it because you'll bring wrath out on these people, and they don't know and they won't know what on hit them, but you know what on hit them, but you just don't want to hurt their feelings. But see, you got to hurt healers because you're in the last day. So now that's why he sent up boys to two Israelites to understand one thing. He made a plan. Sitting on the camp, get them cue cards. Write down them good precepts. Study it. You know, like you shuffling a deck of cards. Now you got both precepts about the judge. Now if you, if you become in leadership position, remember, y'all I'm with the judges. So now do it right, according to what I got ready to advise. But you have to know what's ready to advise. Now, WCC fans on the network of fear, baptism, what, what do we have to be baptized in the field in effect today? Now, WCC, you 500 million members, and we know you back, you, everybody come in to you know, Christians don't, they baptize. You know, we know you do that. So now, now me and daughter are going to check you out, and we'll tell you exactly what the Bible is saying about baptism. What the Bible is saying, okay? Let's see if let's see we want no accident. You put that on the table. But let's, let's take a walk down memory lane, that daughter. Go to Acts chapter 2, verse 33 
verse 36. Therefore, let all the family of Israel know assuredly that the Yahweh have made that same the Yahweh whom we have crucified, both the Yahweh and Yahweh. Verse 36 to verse 37. When they heard this, they were in their minds and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren. Well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on uh, Read verse 36. Okay. Therefore, let all the family of Israel know assuredly that. The Yahweh has made that same Yahweh whom we have crucified, both Yahweh and Yahweh. Go ahead. Verse 37. Verse 37. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their minds and said unto Peter, and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Yahweh, the Son of the Father, for the remission of the sins. And you shall receive the gift of the righteous spirit. Verse 39. For the prophecies unto you and to your and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Yahweh or Yahweh shall call. Verse 41 and 42. Verse 40. 40 and 41. Yeah, 40 to 42. Okay, verse 40 to 42. And when, verse 40, and when. And with many other words did he try it. Come on, we sandwich. Huh? Save generation. Verse 41. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Verse 42. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles, and breaking it and in prayer. Uh huh. Now, now let's uh, let's break let's break this down a little bit now, though. Now, so now he's talking to of Israel, and and they got tricked in it in a mind by Peter and the the, the disciples talking to him. And what did Peter tell them they got to do? Uh, in verse number 38. What did Peter tell them they got to do in verse 38? Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Yahweh. For the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the righteous spirit. Oh, so Peter told him, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name. So 
baptism starts once you repent and be baptized in the name. So you got to know his name. So baptism starts, step one is knowing his name. His name is not Lord God, Jesus, Allah, or Yahushua. That's not his name. So that's step one. And now let's see what step two is and verse number, let's see, verse 41. This is real good, though. You just find out what is step two. After you know the name, what is step two in verse 41? Acts chapter 2, verse 41. Then they that gladly, gladly received the word, received his word, were baptized. In the same day, there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Oh, so after you know the name, the next step, number two, it says in 41, then they that gladly received what? The, the words. The words. See, Christianity, Islam, and Judaism got little babies right out of the womb, killing their doctors, dropping them in water from what they baptized. Why are you baptizing the babies? Baby, you're not baptized until you know the name. And you hear the word. You got to be baptized. And in verse 38, and Peter. Now let's find out if Peter just doing a new thing. We're telling Peter all this good talk. Now, you got to those three by five cards. Let's find out about Peter real quick. By daughter. By going to Matthew 16. Let's find out. Who is this Peter to tell you that when the people heard the word that was pricked in the mind, then Peter responded to them, well, what did God do? He said, you got to repent. If you got to baptize, you got to be baptized in the name. That's what you got to do. You got, that means you got to know his name. Then you got to hear the word. Let me say 41. Then they were, then they that gladly received his word and were baptized. Was baptized. You see So a long line of people going and getting dipped in the water, merging to the top to the bottom. You can do that. But you can't leave out this. This got to be done first. You got to have the name, and you got to hear the word. Now, once you hear, got the name and the word, and Peter wasn't just one no just no run of the meal. We're going, and daughter going to let you know when Peter told her what to do. Let's find out who was this instructor, who guided Peter to say. What he just said. Now, don't be going to the 16th chapter, and y'all go out and throw some things on the table with Peter first. You're going to see how they're going to line up. 
Let's see what he says in Matthew chapter 16, verse 13, down to verse 17. Matthew chapter 16, 13, down to verse 17. Daughter Yahweh, come on. Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 through 17, read. When Yahweh, the son of Yahweh, the father, came into the coast of Caesarea, Philippians, he asked his disciples, his followers, saying, Whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? Verse 14. And they say, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the seers. Verse 15, he said unto them, but whom say you that I am? Verse 16, and Simon Peter answered and said, thou art the Yahweh, the son of the living Yahweh, the father. Mm-hmm. Verse 17, 17. The son of Yahweh, the father, answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon, by Jonah, for flesh and blood have not revealed it unto you. But my Simon by Jonah. What is it? Blessed are thou, son, Simon by Jonah, for Flesh and blood have not have not received it unto me, but my father that's in heaven. Even the man said, he said, I ain't telling you none of My father elbowed me out the way. My father was with Peter. So if anybody knows where our baptism go, it got to be Peter. Because he said, flesh and blood didn't reveal nothing is up to you. My father in heaven is working with you, Peter. He booted me out the way. So whatever Peter says, that's the end of it. Because the father is the one, the one that gave the son the book in Revelation chapter 5, verse 1. He gave the son the book, already written out what he wants to be done and his part in the book. And in that book was written, that when Peter is on the scene, don't worry, I take care of him. You do, you take care of the rest of them, but Peter's my man. So Peter was told by the Father what how to baptize. He said you gotta repent, you gotta get his name right, and you gotta believe the word. Now, that's big talk of that. Now we need to believe. Now we're going to the precept on that. Now Peter's a bad man in the eyes of Yahweh the Father and the Son. And now you understand what Peter said at the end of it. Now, daughter, let's uh, get a precept on Peter. That verse just slipped my mind just then. It just slipped my mind about Peter. Now, why, now why that happened? Must never be going out. So uh, I'm not gonna bring it out there. Don't believe it like that. So when Peter talked, that's the end of it. So we'll we'll leave that right there. Cause what I want want to go to 
You mean that for those that is the only way they don't be able to be saved is what if you just got to read in verse 14 now, I mean, I mean, you're going to put a little more audio with this, Now, you just going to drop the bombshell on this national radio bombshell. How do the other nations get saved again according to 11 Acts chapter 11, verse 14 reads, Shall tell you words whereby thou and all thy family shall be saved. Wait a minute. Uh, I, I didn't hear the word real good. I, I didn't hear the national audience. What's got to happen again when you say again according to that one 14 again? Take the time that daughter, your son, daughter. Take the time to deliver that knockout blow at level 14. Who shall tell you words whereby Thou and all thy house shall be saved. Oh. So Peter say you to be saved is not based upon you getting no getting no water. You got to hear the word. If you won't be saved, baptism do not save you. Peter said what saves you is you got to hear the word. Peter said, for you to be saved, those that got an ear to hear, WCC, World Council of Churches, Latter-day Saints, the New York Station out of New York, the committee board, headed by Kennedy Dolan. The only way you're going to be saved, according to Peter, that was instructed by the Father, you've got to hear words to be saved. Not running them over to the water without hearing the word. Now back up, daughter, I, I gotta beat I gotta beat a little bit on this three by five car. I gotta beat it a little bit. Second of the tenth chapter. I gotta beat it a little bit. Because see, it wasn't no accident, it was brought up. So that's why we're saying when you study the word of Yahweh, when things come up, the three by five cars has the precepts on it, study it, then Yahweh will kick in and give you the increase. We're going to Acts chapter 10. I got to hear that again, our daughter. We're going to Acts chapter 10, and we're going to pick up the verse number three. Acts 10, 3. And we'll take it out of verse number six. Listen, listen to daughter delivering his knockout blow in Acts 10, verse 3 down to verse 6. Come on, daughter. Acts chapter 10, verse 3 to 6. He saw in a vision, evidently about the ninth hour of the day, and ministering spirit of Yahweh coming in to him. It's saying unto him, Cornelius, verse 4, and when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Yahweh? 
And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thy arms are come up for a memorial before the Yahweh. Verse 5. And now send men to Joppa and call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. Verse 6. He lodged with one Simon a tanner, whose house is by the seaside. He shall tell you what you are to to do. Ain't that something? Hey, you mean we gotta tell you what to do, what you ought to do. Now you see, you take it where you want to take it. See, sooner or later, that's why we keep telling the victim on account. You gotta step your game up. Yahweh made a plan. Get some three by five cards, write the precepts on it. You find out in Nehemiah, you must. If you're serving Yahweh, you must preach up your Bible. That's the game changer. Because that gives all the answers. See, when you study your three by five cards on precepting, on baptism, and you find out that when Peter Warren told you exactly what to do, now Peter's been instructed by the Bible. And Cornelius was, uh, you know, we let's know that. But Cornelius, you know, Pens, cards, free will often donate. He's done a lot of good stuff. He said, now, Cornelius, you've done some good stuff now. i tell you what you do. I know what you want. You want to be saved. You send men to Joppa, and he will tell you what you ought to do. Yeah. Now, let's be a little bit more, daughter. Now, go to verse 30, down to verse number you say, here, why you got the beating? You got the point. Well, you got the point. I want to beat a little bit more. Take it uh, 30 down to verse number 33. Acts chapter 10, verse 30 to 33. See, that's what I'm saying. That's why the thinking on account, you will have to remember the strongest point of getting out while to intervene. To his word. Whatever subject matter it is, he's supposed to be prepared on the run to take care of business. But don't never tell where you're going or where you've been. Get rest of business. Yahweh business. 30 on verse 33. Daughter Yahweh bring me. Acts chapter 10, verse 30 to 33. Acts chapter 10. Verse 30, down to verse 33. Daughter of Yahweh, come on. Acts chapter 10, verse 30, verses 30 through 33 read. And Cornelius said, Four days ago I was fasting until this hour. And at at the ninth hour I prayed in my house. And behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing. Verse 31, and said, Cornelius, thy prayer is heard, and thy alms are had in remembrance in the sight of Yahweh. Verse 32, send therefore to Joppa, and call hither Simon, whose surname is Peter. He is lodged in the house 
of one Simon a tanner by the seaside, who when he cometh shall speak unto you. Verse 33. Immediately, therefore I sent to thee, and thou hast well done that thou art come. Now therefore, are we all here present before the Yahweh to hear all these, all things that are commanded of Yahweh? Ain't that so? You know, that's the nigga said that. You don't hear that? So what is what is commanded of Yahweh? Because we all here, Peter. We all here. I got my family here. I got the whole northern kingdom here. We all here, Peter. The outside everywhere. Now, Peter, we all here, Peter. Let's see you do Peter take them outside and give them some water. Let's see what Peter do. They all here. Verse 44. Acts chapter 10, verse... Acts chapter 10, verse 44. While Peter yet spake these words, the righteous spirit fell on all them which heard the words. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? So to get this righteous spirit to get baptized, to get in line to be saved, you got to do what in verse 44, daughter? The righteous spirit fell on all them which heard the word. You got to hear the word. So you see what you got to do? You got to hear the word. And we call this broadcast six nights a week. That's all we bring you is the word. Huh? What are we going to do? The word. The word gonna get you where you gotta get to. And if you don't hear the word, the word will get you where you don't want to get to. Huh? So you know about Armageddon. You know you ain't got no business in the land of the eastern world today. Because Joshua gonna cleanse that land. He gonna put all of his dignitaries over the land. Blood's going to be up to the bottom side of a 200 miles. He's going to call the birds. That was promised in 17, chapter 13. Come eat all the cheese and four, real small, we'll call the land. Then you have a job for seven months bearing by this one that made it. So you ain't got no business in the Eastern world for no reason whatsoever. Benjamin had no business going over there, and that's why they're in trouble over there today. So now, what spirit told better mean to go over there? It wasn't the spirit of the Bible. And that's why he in trouble today. That's another lesson we taught on that already. Now, Brother Joe. Now, Brother Joe, we want to um, take a look at something there, Brother Joe. Joe, we're going to take a look at Matthew chapter 3, verse 11 and 12. Hey, Brother Joe, we can take a look at Matthew chapter 3, verse 11 and 12. We're still on the same thing now. We're just going to see, we're going we're gonna to work with it a little bit, but you be clear that it's nothing wrong with dipping anybody in the water. 
But first, you got to get agreement on you understand the process. The only way you understand that, you got to get a word. And you got to have his name right. And that's where it starts at. Now, Brother Joe, we're going to look at Matthew chapter 3, and we're going to see what John the Baptist said in 3, verse 11 and 12. Matthew chapter 3, verse 11 and 12. What is that, Brother Joe? Come on. Matthew chapter 3, verse 11 and verse 12. Matthew chapter 3, verse 11, and it reads, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I. Whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the righteous spirit and with fire. <laughs> so yeah. But y'all want to sign come, he look at he say, Listen, I'm the full runner for Yahweh. Yes, I did baptize in water. That was my job to do. But when Yahweh's son hit, he's going to use the righteous spirit, which means, in this case, the words. And the words that are going to come out of his mouth is going to be like fire. Mm-hmm. He's going to take your do's and don'ts. So, there's nothing wrong with being dropped in the water for his name. You've got to repent. And you got to hear the words can be saved. Now, we get a precept. Now, you got your three by five cards out, and you put that down. Yahweh Son, he said, when Yahweh Son comes, he's going to use. The righteous spirit and fact. And what's the word that talking about? We got a precept of the Bible to see what they're talking about. What's that mean? You don't go ahead and talk a good game. You read a good game. Turn on, Brother Joe. Let's read a good game. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 14. Let's read a good game, Brother Joe. We're going to Jeremiah chapter 5. Verse 14, let's find out what is he saying. He said, he, when he comes, he's going to baptize you with fire, the righteous spirit, and fire. What is he talking about? Precept your Bible. On this three-by-five card, you write the precept. Jeremiah, chapter 5, verse 14, verse Joe, Israel, come on. Jeremiah, chapter 5, verse 14. Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 14, and it reads, Wherefore, thus saith the Yahweh, Yahweh of hosts, because ye speak this word, behold, I will make my words in thy mouth. Fire, and this people 
wood, and it shall devour them. Ain't that something? He said, Wherefore does Yahweh of hosts because you speak this word? Now, because you speak this word now, behold, look, I will make my word in thy mouth fire. And good people would, and it should shall devour them. We come out. See, when you speak boldly in this microphone, boldly in your conversation, your word is going to be like fire. And they're going to turn into wood. You know, fire is wood. See, you got to boldly deal with God's word. You got to, um, hey, hey, help me out, mother. Mother, hey, Marie, hit those here, 58 verse 1. What is that reading in Isaiah 58 verse 1, mother? Isaiah 58 verse 1. What is that, Marie? Okay. Isaiah 58 verse 1. Isaiah 58 verse 1. Okay. Book of Isaiah, chapter 58, verse 1. Cry aloud, bear not, lift up their voice like a trumpet, and show my people their transgression and the standing of Israel their sin. You see that? So we have to cry aloud, raise up our voice like a trumpet. When you teach in Yahweh's word, you're not reading a novel. You're not reading worldly events. You got to cry loud. Raise up your voice like a trumpet to show his people their things. You can't be bumming around with this thing. You got to raise your voice up like a trumpet. Zabaniah, chapter 2. One, two, and three. What do you say, mother? Let's go to Zephaniah, chapter two, verse one, two, and three. What else you got to do? Zephaniah, chapter two, verse one, two, and three. What's going on with that verse there, mother? Zephaniah, chapter two, one, two, and three. Let's find out what's going on with that verse. Zephaniah. Zephaniah. Verse one, two, and three. Chapter 2, verse 1. Gather yourselves together. Ye gather together, O nation, not this I. Verse 2. Before the decree bring forth, before the day pass, as the chaff before the serious anger of the Yahweh come upon you. Before the day of Yahweh's anger come upon you. Verse 3. Think ye, Yahweh, and ye, and ye meat of the earth, which have woke his judgment. Seek righteousness, seek meekness. It may be you shall be here in the day of the Yahweh's anger. Oh, now look at the man say. 
He said, now, you want to be here on the day of his anger. But always, you're going to be here. You got to have number two, verse two, one and two. You got to make sure you got that in your, your pocket. The only way you be here in the day of his anger, you got to look in the mirror and tell yourself, if he came today, verse one and two, do you have one and two in your hip pocket? Read verse Zephaniah 2, 1 and 2. Remember he's saying, to meet, seek, be meekness, be right, be low-key, that it may be you be here in the day of his anger. But the only way you can avoid by not being in his anger, you got to make sure you examine yourself and you are the two, one and two. What does that mean? Zephaniah 2, 1 and 2. Zephaniah chapter 2, verse 1 and verse 2. Verse 1. Gather yourselves together. Yea, gather together, O nation, not desire. Verse 2. Before the decree, bring forth. Before the day passes as the child. Because the fierce anger of the Yahweh come up on you. Because the day of the Yahweh's angry come upon you. I got you. So, so it will be a day of anger. And you got to examine yourself. Do you got two, one, and two in your hip pocket? Do you have two, one, and two in your purse? Because he said, you know, you may be here in the day of his anger, but you got to make sure you can look in the mirror and you can see two, one, and two in your hip pocket. See that? So now if you got two, one, and two in your pocket, you could. Let's go to Leviticus 23, verse 3. Now, this is the sign that you got Leviticus. This is a sign that you got it in your hip pocket or in your purse. Leviticus 23, verse 3. Leviticus 
So now he's telling you how to be right. Now look what he got written in Leviticus 24, verse 1 and 18. What is it there, Marie? Marie? Leviticus chapter 24, verse 1 and verse 8. Verse 1. And the Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, verse 8, Every Sabbath he shall set it in order before the Yahweh continues. Being taken from the children of Israel by an everlasting covenant. Yeah. So now down in Now those that all around the world we understand. But examine yourself. If he came, he'll tell you what he's gonna do and what he requires. And give me um Deuteronomy eight verse four, mother, and uh brother. Joe, tell me Jeremiah 23, verse 29, waiting on me, but Joe, Jeremiah 23, verse 29, have that waiting on me, but Joe. Now, mother, what verse are we reading again, mother? You said, did you say Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 4? Yes, ma'am, that's right. What did you say? Deuteronomy chapter 8. Verse 4. Thou reignest like not old upon thee, neither did thou put well these forty years. Uh huh. Now back to the verse 3. He said, He said, Nothing happened to you when, when, when you follow his rules and regulations. He said, your raiment, your garments, didn't wax your shoes, everything. I put your feet grow in the body here. Nothing happened to you when you had him right. Verse 3. Hey, verse 3. Let's get him up. Deuteronomy yeah. chapter 8, verse 3. And he yeah. humbled. Huh? Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. And he hunger thee, and suffer thee to hunger, and fed thee with manna, which thou knowest not, neither did thou know, that he might make thee know that man do not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Yahweh do his man live. Yeah. So man live by everything the man saying. See what you read in this Bible, this what the man gonna what the man gonna call a hand on you. And my fact we've been finding that out right now. Come on, brother Joe. Let's look at um Jeremiah uh twenty three, verse twenty nine, and we reached up in that from Matthew chapter three, verse eleven and twelve. Then we went to Jeremiah 514. Now we're going to beat it a little bit more. Jeremiah 23, verse number 29. Verse 29. It's not my word like as a fire, saith the Yahweh, and like a 
hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. So he said his word is like hammer. See, his word is like hammer. It, it will fuck the hypocrite. It will make him tremble, the hypocrite. The word of Yahweh take care of business. Once you learn the word of Yahweh, it's going to take care of business. Why do you think the WCC, World Council, Churches, and Mormon Catholic Church, they all log into this broadcast? Because they know this word, they, they have to summon this word, but they be transcendent. What is that? We're still, we're still going to catch you something. Well, I ain't worried about you catching me in nothing. All day you catch me in the word. See, I'm saying something. The greatest, the greatest thing on this earth is you knowing his word. Because Yahweh is going to do some things for you that uh, Mother had me 91, Psalms 91, Waiting on me a little bit later and remind me of it. But understand something. The greatest weapon you can have in, in today's society is Yahweh's word. Now, Brother Joe, give me a precept and second Ezra thirteen thirty eight. Second Ezra chapter thirteen, verse thirty eight. Listen to his word. We find his word is like a hammer. It'll bust the hypocrite wide open. It's like you pushing off your piggy, your piggy bank that made our glass out of the project window. You know when it hit down from the 18th floor, it's going to bust wide open all your pennies from the everywhere. That's what the word is got to do. Now, once you learn this word and apply this word, Yahweh said, I'm going to intervene. I'm just waiting on the system on the camp to get the word down, right? Get the index card, watch the precepts down, study it, rehearse the righteous act, and then I'm coming in. But I ain't coming in, you can't. I told you which way I roll. Now look what Brother Joel is getting ready to read in Zechariah 13, verse 38. What is that, Brother Joe? Second Ezra 13 and 8. 13 verse 38. Second Ezra 13 verse 38. Hold on, hold on, Brother Joe. Let, let me tell you the goal and take off first. Second Ezra 13. Verse 38, come on. Second Ezra, chapter 13, verse 38. And shall lay before them their evil thoughts and the torment wherewith they shall begin to be tormented, which are like unto a flame, and he shall destroy them without labor, 
by the law, which is like unto fire. The law is like what? Fire. The law is like fire. You're going to be judged by the law of this book. He said, I'm going to lay the book down before. I'm going to lay the book out. And I'm going to see what card did you play. The law is going to be like fire. Meaning, if you think you can come up another way, you're going to end up in the lake of fire that you think you can get around of doing the law. The law going to be like fire. I'm going to hear your testimony, and I'm going to say, what part of my book did you keep? Huh? What part did you keep? They laid it out what I want to be done. What's going to judge you in the last days is the law like fire. Yeah. Okay. Now, Mother Eve, Yahweh is telling you exactly what he's going to do for you. It's written in Bible. And, and don't have me, 1 Maccabees chapter 2, verse 42 to 64. Wait on me, daughter. 1 Maccabees chapter 2, verse 42. Sixty-four. Had that waiting on me, daughter. But now, mother, let's look at Psalms ninety-one, and we're gonna pick the verse one. Let's see what David says about an angel in one thousand BC. What he says in Psalms ninety-one, the figure verse one is real little bit. Come on, mother. Book of Psalms, chapter ninety-one. Verse one. Look at some. Verse one. Verse one. Verse one. Verse one. Verse he is my victim and my force. My Yahweh in him will I put free. Goodness, he shall deliver me from the snare of the fire and from the noise pepper. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust his truth shall be thy shield and buck. Verse 5. There shall not be a friend, but the there shall not be a friend for the terror by night, nor for the error that flies by day. Uh-huh. Let's get down to verse 12. Let's get down to the farm. What are you going to do, Marvin? What are you going to do when, you, when we do right? What are you going to do? Verse 11. Okay. Psalm chapter 91, verse 11. But he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee 
in the way. They are giving hands of God over you to keep you in the way. So let's see what you got to have right to be kept in the way. Skip down to verse number 14 down to verse 16. Take your time, mother, and deliver the knockout blow from 14 down to verse 16. Let's find out. He's going to give his angels charge over you to keep you in the way. 14 down to verse 16. Deliver, mother. Come on. Psalm chapter 91, verse 14 to 16. Verse 14. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high. Because he has known my name. 15. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. 16. With long life will I sanctify him and show him my salvation. Amen. But mother, look at the bombshell you just dropped in verse 14 and 15. Mother, take your time and deliver that again. One more, one more again. Verse 14 and 15. Verse 14. Because he set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. Verse 15, he shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. So you see why I I said to be baptized, you got to know his name. You got to call upon him. Huh? You got to hear the word. Let me tell you, in the day of trouble, I'm going to deliver you because you know my name. He said, because, and 14, because you have said his love upon me. Therefore, I will deliver it. So you got to have Yahweh's love. So, mother, your mouth, on your preacher card, and precept is love, mother, by going to St. John chapter four, uh, 14, verse 14 and 15. Let's find out what about this great love you got to have. He said, the one that loved him, I'm going to deliver them. But on our three by five card, is the precept, how do you love you some Yahqua? Let's find out how you love from Yahweh in St. John chapter 14, 14, and 15. Let's talk about this great love being, mother. Come on. Okay. Book of St. John chapter 14. St. John chapter 14, verse 14 and 15. 14 and 15. Yeah, St. John chapter 14, verse 14 and 15. We're going to see about this great love, mother. 
He said, I'm going to deliver you because you done some loving from Yahweh. How do we love us in Yahweh since he's been a spirit being made of fire? How do we love him? St. John 14, 14, and 15, come on. St. John chapter 14, verse 14 and 15. Verse 14, if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. He said, if you love me, then you'll keep my commandments, my laws, my statutes. Now, that old love, examine yourself. Look in the mirror. Do you love the Yahweh? He said, I'm going to save you. You know my name, and you love me because you keep what I got on the table. That's why you love some young woman. Huh? Let's think about that from Deuteronomy 29, 29. Mother. All right, daughter, we're coming into it now, daughter. We're coming into it after Deuteronomy 29, 29. And, well, we did say over that first book of Maccabees, we'll be, we'll be ready for it. Come on. Come on, Mother. Deuteronomy 29, 29. What is that? Okay. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 29, verse 29. Deuteronomy, chapter 29, verse 29, read. Deuteronomy, chapter yeah, 29, verse 29. The secret things belong unto the Yahweh. Out of Yahweh. But those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. The secret thing, wedding to a secret thing, he said, he said, but all you were about the secret thing that we need to know is about his law. That's how we're going to get to what we got to get to. We got to make sure we send a ministry that talk about their law, not dropping nobody in the water. And ain't nothing wrong with dropping in the water. But first, you got to hear the law. You got to know his name first. And once you hear his name, you repent. Then you repent. And you keep his word. Then, you know, you got a chance to be all right, but you got to know the law. You got to be fair. Now, daughter, we, we know we talked about something, daughter, in the spirit of Yahweh. So now, one thing we do know, daughter, you on the clock, so we know you got a great attention span. So now, we know one thing, you on the clock. Um, whatever we did say, you said in the spirit of Yahweh. So you on the clock, your daughter, come on. What daughter is? Daughter of Yahweh. Where is that, daughter? Mm-hmm. Is anything wrong with the daughter of Yahweh's microphone? I know we said something in the spirit of Yahweh. 
And um, Aaron got away from me now. I'm just like never can even say Aaron got away from me now. I don't remember what I was saying, but I know I said something. And three of y'all are. And let me see. Let, let me see. Do we, did anybody uh, take notes of what I said for daughter to have? Now, who had those say out? What did I, what did I tell daughter to have waiting on me? Can anybody on, on stage help those say out? What did I say? Have waiting on I me. I didn't get it because I was going to Psalms 91, and I didn't get it. Uh-huh. Now, Mother G of Israel, did you get it? Uh, but Joe, did you get what I said for the daughter to have waiting on me? Oh, I didn't get it. Uh-huh. Did, did, who got it? I know I, I said something. But I told the daughter I'm coming back with her. So now who? Pam, you can so never mind. See, see, do we clear? Nobody pay the deal, no devil, no never mind. Now, she had dropped a profound statement for his daughter to have waiting on him. And now, he don't got away from me like Nebuchadnezzar said. He don't got away from me, and I don't remember. But I know I said twice to daughter, but Yahweh took it away from me. And, and I'm asking Brother Joe, what was the verse? And he ain't gave me no answer. That reminds me of oh. Nebuchadnezzar's thing. He said, look at it. He said, he said, yeah, I had a dream. Did you tell him? Did you tell him? Did you tell him? He said, what again? I don't know. No, I'm saying the person I told daughter to help me. I, I told daughter to help me something, but he got away from me. What was that first? See, I'm trying to check on this uh, attention span. Now, that's what I'm saying, you know, you know, I said something in the spirit of y'all choir. Ain't no got away from me now. First Mike, you don't got away from me. Did you get him, Mother? Was that first Mike? Was it first Mike? Now, you've been. Now, you, yeah, Matt, yeah, there you go. That's right, Mother. I said first Mike will be something. What I said is, what did I say? And who took notes? I'm gonna be quiet and see who did who taking notes. And first Michael B, chapter two. What else I say? I said in the spirit of Yahweh. He don't got away from me now. I'm like, never can even say. I don't remember. First Michael B, chapter two, verse one to five, and verse eleven and fourteen to sixteen. No, no, he done it already, mother. No, I'm saying what I gave daughter. I gave daughter a calling in Maccabees, and he don't got away from me. He don't got away from me, mother. Now, one come after I read. Now, from ninety one. He don't got away from me. He don't got. And y'all be with the y'all line. Those were tight. He's about ready to take over in a minute. And Sister Sarah, how we got well, Sister Sarah, so um, but we made we we made we, we made up a profound statement. But see, that's why I'm thinking, you know, hey, see it in the spirit of Yahweh. And the last time we went so on Jay, it don't be me or nothing on Jay. 
I've been fed something, and I know I, I fed twice the daughter to give me something in Maccabees chapter 2. And but now I ain't got away from me. Like never please me now. Dream of got away from me. And I don't know what it was. But I'll tell you what, daughter know, and, and, and I think daughter's Michael, and daughter, you, you got to go to network. When you when you're ready to go again, daughter say hallelujah. The WCC said working on your microphone. Hey, Brother Joe, what, what did I say, Brother Joe? For daughter. It was in first Maccabees chapter 2. So what did I say? Huh? Nobody, no, I get no answer. I'm quick. Okay. Brother D.F. Israel. What did I say? When I said, um, I'm I lost it now. So I'm like Nebuchadnezzar saying, um, I had a dream and it all got away from me now. So y'all tell me my dream now. They said, ain't nobody can tell you your dream unless you let you tell something about it. He said, No, I ain't gonna tell you nothing because y'all going y'all gonna concoct something up on me. So I ain't telling you nothing. You tell me my dream, or do I'm gonna turn y'all good living to a dunghead. Yeah. And they say, Ain't no man on earth can do it. No, it's yeah, Daniel said, Yeah, it's like it's like it's taking it, business. I can take care of talking to y'all go up. Yeah. So now I mean, so I don't know his mother Z around, but I may have a final statement in the book of Maccabees, but he don't got away from me right now. So I'll tell you what, maybe it wasn't for me to talk about it tonight, but I did say it now. And we'll review this tape. You're going to hear what I said. That's one thing about it. If it's tape.
going to give me 30, 30 to 33. Your mother come back in and 34 out of 39. Come on, Marlene, come on. Romans chapter 8, verse 1 and 2. Verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Yahweh's son, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Okay, good. That's one of them. That's two. That's two more. That's not more. Dear Israel, you know I, I know I yeah. told daughter something. It's on the tape, and I know that your microphone was mute. Did you try yeah. to answer that question about what I said to daughter and that not to be you told go to Maccabees chapter two. First Maccabees chapter two verses uh forty one through something else. I don't know. I know it was a, a verse forty forty one or forty two. Okay, well that's close.
I don't know just why. Whatever you said, Joe, you was all over the place. I did. If I didn't hear nothing, you were saying national, I didn't hear nothing, you were saying. Hey, mother, pick up verse 33 out of verse 39. And I'm going to pass over to the young lion. He's going to check it all the way in. And um, we're going to wrap back with it to the young lion. So, daughter, uh, so daughter when, you, when your microphone is ready, say hallelujah, then maybe you'll tell the national audience with, with WCC and already flash what I said, that they pay more attention than fixing on the campus. And I already flash what I said, but I ain't going to tell you. Uh, so now, 
Yahweh, which is in Yahweh the Son of Yahweh. So you don't let nothing get in the way, and you know the love of Yahweh is keeping his laws, statutes, and his commandments. Let nothing get in the way for you not keeping his laws, statutes, and his commandments. That's when you know you got the love of Yahweh, when you keep in his laws, statutes, and commandments. And on that note, we're going to bring in the young line of the coming teacher out of Camp 1, Brother Micaiah Israel. So when you meet Brother Micaiah Israel, what a loud voice you say, Brother Micaiah Israel, up and coming teacher out of Camp 1. Y'all quite right. bitch that D. Ray. Y'all quite bless you there. There is real. Oh, D. Roy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just tell them. Who all carry the broadcast and take it all the way in? You on the clock there? Yeah, come on. I like this, man. This top part of the Saturday. You know we live right now. Live in time, time one. We live in time, time one. We know we live on the Blog Talk Radio station. Y'all still know we live on Town Talk. Y'all still got the shows uploaded. We live at times on Facebook. You tune in to the Facebook channel at B-O-T-T-Y. Type in those keys on your one out state telephone or your one out state smart TV or your one out state desktop or laptop. Just type it in at B-O-T-T-Y. If you got a Facebook page, tune in, live broadcast or any of the previous broadcasts that have been uploaded on the station. We also want you to uh, tune in to our Facebook page. We have a Facebook page. You can type in those keys that the same on Instagram that the one I say has given us today. You can type in those keys at B-O-T-T-Y. Drive Y-H-D-A. Once again, you can type in those keys at B.
Blog Talk Radio Station, and also at 12 o'clock p.m. on the Power Talk Radio Station. We'll say we keep the ball game rolling in the top part of the Saturday. We'll say Yaqua Pets, you have Mother B. Yaqua Pets, you have Brother Joe.
never yet did unto you. But the thing is, you got to have someone in your field go to the prayer. You know what that is? That's, uh, let's try to stack it to you. Chapter 2. Let's see what verse 16 says. She's taking deep over there with you. Try to stack it to you. Chapter 2. And pick it up at verse number 15. Because we're going to bring all things to your remembrance. That really is great to see you, Then you got to have some, uh, Dr. Timothy. You got to have some chapter 2, verse number 15 under your bill. What you got? What, what you got to do? What first? You got to first. But then it's very quickly. You got to get some studying on. Show that that approved of the Yahweh. That's what you got to get going on. Then what? I know it's time in this time when you're a worker. I don't think you're writing the word. That's right. You got to rightly divide this word of truth. Got to rightly divide this word of truth. Because if you, don't, you don't need to be ashamed if you are hard. Uh, let me see how I pull something out. Let me see if we got something. Y'all can't pass it there, Mother E. I'll be with you. So, my God, yeah. Hallelujah. Go All right. You stay there with us, Mother E? Yes. Yourself 
and serve me till I have eaten and drunken, and afterwards thus shall eat and drink. Verse 9. Do he think that serving, do he think that serving because he did the things that were commanded him? I thought, I thought not. Verse 10. So likewise, when you shall have done all those things which are commanded you, say, we are unprofitable servants. We have done that which was our duty to do. So when you got a servant, they position is to make sure they be servants, and that's what Yahweh require of the servants of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. I mean, we're going to touch on that, see what these servants he's talking about. But first we're going to kick it off with uh, Brother Joe. Yahweh, bless you there, Brother Joe. Understand you, Brother Makai. No, I was saying that uh, 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 only way we can get understanding about who these servants are unless we preach up our Bible, right? Right, right. Servant that he's talking to. 
who is this servant that we can read? In the book of Leviticus, chapter 25, Sister Jared's Rare C. Rook. We're going to Leviticus, chapter 25, verse 55. We're going to find out who the Bible says these servants are. Yes, ma'am. We're going to the book of Leviticus, chapter 25. We want to pick it up at verse number. And to me, the children of Israel are certain. Uh-huh. So when he said that we are profitable servants, Yahweh was saying the children of Israel are servants to him that is unprofitable because it is our, the 12 tribes of Israel, whole duty to do. So that's our whole duty to do. We got that right? So let's, uh, let's take you back on something to see about our earth. Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 11, verse 21. Mother Eve. Mother Eve. Mother Eve, Deuteronomy, chapter 11, verse 21. Let's see what Deuteronomy, chapter 11, verse 21 reads. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 11, verse 21. Deuteronomy, chapter 11. Verse 21. Verse 21 reads. That your days may be multiplied, that your days may be multiplied, and the days of your children in the land which the Yahweh swear unto your father to give them as, as the day of heaven upon the earth. So, so. Where is heaven going to be at? On earth. On earth. He says, the days of heaven and the ponds of the earth. So we want to make sure we get a clear understanding that the days of heaven would be upon the earth, right? Mm-hmm. Now, what do y'all want to say before we go into Paul's seven? Let's go to uh, 57. Let's go to the book of... Uh,
it still come to pass when all these things are upon you. They said it's going to be a blessing and a curse that he said before you. And this thing will happen in front of all the nations which Yahweh has uh, driven you. So we got to keep something in mind that we still got to make sure that we are uh, still on point here to, to keep, this, uh, keep this law and remember what position we are in. That's what we need to remember. Let's go on over to... Uh, Let's go to the book of uh, Luke chapter 12. Let's go to Luke chapter 12. Let's pick it up at verse 16 down to verse 21. We got to remember the law that he set before us, right? Make 
It's the most static. I can't hear you. Good. First Corinthians chapter 16. Verse yeah, 14. 15. One, five. 15. 15. Now, what were the verses? What were the verses, Makai? Oh, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 24 down to verse 28. 15, 24 down to 28. Okay. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 24 to 28. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 24. Then came the end, and he shall have delivered up the king of Yahweh, even the father, when he shall have put down all and all authority and power. Verse 25. For he must reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. Verse 26. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. 27. For he had put all things under his feet. But when he said, All things are put under him, it is manifested that he is expected. Accepted. Which did put all things under him. Verse 28. And when all things shall be produced unto him, then shall the Son also himself be subjected unto him that put all things unto him. Therefore, may be all in all. Hallelujah. First thing we got to do is in verse 24, then coming to the end, when he shall have delivered up the kingdom of Yahweh, even the Father. He shall have put down all rule and all the toys in the power. We got to make sure we get this thing right about the kingdom. Mother, before we touch on some of that, Mother, uh, give me just a closing statement. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening. Yahweh for the class. Thank you for the Yahweh for the teachers, the seer, Brother Matthias. Thank you for the Yahweh. And I'm going to read um, three verses, uh, Psalms 24. The earth is the Yahweh's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. For he has found it. Verse 2, for he has found it upon the sea, and established it upon the flood. Verse 3, who shall ascend into the hill of the Yahweh, or who shall stand in his holy places, his righteous place? Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, 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 H
All right. Sister Sarah Israel, you hold anything from me? All right, let's go to Matthew chapter 6 and pick it up at verse number 33. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do first. What you gotta do first? The first thing we have to do is seek the kingdom of Yahweh. Continue to read. Mm-hmm. So when we are seeking the kingdom of Yahweh and His righteousness, and what is this righteousness that we can read? This is that read for that we can reach. Go to the book of Deuteronomy. Let's pick it up at chapter 6. Pick it up at verse number 25. So it would be, it will be our righteousness only if you assert to do what? Mm-hmm. And that's our list. We got to do all the righteousness, which is all the commandments. That's why I have commanded us. That's what we want to make sure we get down point. Go to uh, we're gonna teach you some Yahweh. Let's see how you gotta teach him. This is Charis Red Sea Road. I saw the Baruch, that red book. Let's pick it up at um, the book of Baruch. We'll pick it up at chapter 4. Let's pick it up at verse number Uh-huh. I speak him how many? What way? So if it was your way to go straight from Yahweh, you got to speak him how many ways? You got to speak him ten times more. Yeah, what? <laughs> we'll get a couple more in for the book of the rock. 
Let's see how you got it. How many jobs were? You want to get to the king? You got six and six times more. Let's go to the book of Sirach, chapter 43. Pick it up at verse 28, 29, verse number 30. Go to the book of Sirach, chapter 43. Pick it up at verse 28, 29, verse number 30. What do we read? Sister Sarah is Brad Roy. Mm-hmm. When you glorify Yahweh, you got to do what? You have to exalt him as much as you can. Uh huh. Never go far enough in this man, Yahweh. Never go far enough. You got to tell him. I say tell him. What? What they got to do? <laughs> 